You know what day it is, right? That's right, self-love Sunday. So what better day to talk about how to heal yourself after narcissistic abuse when you're an adult child of a narcissist. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. That sounds good to you. Hit that subscribe button and let's get going. I did a few videos this week on how to figure out if your mother is a narcissist. And we've also done videos before about fathers and stepfathers and stepmothers and things like that. I'll try to link to some of those for you in this video. Today we're going to talk about how to heal yourself when you've been through that kind of abuse. Obviously, by this point, you've figured out that one of your parents might be a narcissist. Maybe they're like hardcore NPD type narcissists or maybe they just have narcissistic traits. People who become narcissistic parents generally didn't have the best childhood growing up. Can we say that to be, to be fair? Whatever the reality is in your family and however old you happen to be right now, you really need to figure out what you want to do and move forward with your own life. I'm sure if you're anything like me that you're ready, you're done being sad, you're done being miserable, it's time for you to take a deep breath, straighten up your back and move forward. Am I right? Self-love Sunday, we gotta do it. It's never too late. That's what I wanna say to you. It's never too late or too early to set boundaries, to process your feelings, to work on the things that you need to work on to heal. Even if you're just a kid living at home, there are certain things you can do to help yourself. If you were raised by a narcissist or you're currently finishing up being raised by a narcissist, there are some steps that you can take right now to make your healing path a little easier, a little faster, a little smoother. What do you think? You wanna give it a try? I think that you do. Now, right now today, I'm only drinking water because it's 2.29 p.m. where I am right now and so I don't really need to still be drinking coffee. <laughs> Anyway, so the first thing you can do is educate yourself about narcissism and I think you're doing that right now in this moment sitting here watching this video. If you have just realized that you're dealing with a narcissistic parent, which sadly often happens when we have found ourselves in a relationship or soon out of a relationship with a narcissist, we suddenly realize, wow, wait a minute, as we're learning about narcissists, we realize, wait a minute, our, you know, our parent might also be a narcissist. How do you do that? Well, if you want to start with my resources, I have queenbeing.com queenbeing.com. Um, I have SPAN, which is a free online support group for narcissistic abuse survivors. You can learn more about that at queenbeing.com slash SPAN. I've got books, booksangiewrote.com, plus the university I just announced the other day, and I'll try to link to it right here for you. I just announced the other day, I've started a new scholarship program for people who can't afford help with narcissistic abuse recovery. So they can go to the university, which is online for free. Check that out at queenbeing.com slash scholarship if you're interested. Chat forums, watch movies, watch YouTube videos, understand people, find a therapist or a coach who understands narcissism. I do coaching at, uh, you can schedule it in narcissisticabuserecovery.online if you're interested. You can also schedule right from queenbeing.com. The more you educate yourself, the more you look for support, look for a community that understands, because most of the people in your day-to-day -day life, they just won't quite get it. The more you'll understand what you've been through and what you need to do to move beyond that toxic influence that you were raised with. We have to accept that our parent will not change. We can't expect our narcissistic mother or father to just wake up one day and suddenly understand everything and be okay. We can't expect them to become someone different. In some cases, the narcissist will find a way to create personal progress in their lives and change a little bit. Great. But the fact is, I've never seen it in real life. Have you? Narcissists rarely change. If they're acting like they're more nice, they're calm, they're happy, it's because they are manipulating you. They're not doing it 
because they really feel it, they're doing it because they're getting a result out of it, which is probably your attention. Understand that holding out hope that your narcissistic parent will suddenly become the parent you should have had, the parent who would give you unconditional love and things like this, of course it's natural, it's expected, it's, it's, you're human and we keep wanting and hoping for that from our parents, even when we're older, even when we're adults, even when our parents are gone in some cases. It's a false dream. It's gonna make you feel more vulnerable. It's gonna make you keep yourself open to continued potential abuse. And I know it sucks. It's one of the hardest things we have to deal with. And the next thing I'm gonna tell you is uh, equally difficult. And that is that you have to also recognize the parent who enabled the narcissist, if that were the case. Most of the time, if one of your parents is a narcissist, the other parent sort of enables them. I don't want to go into this too deeply. I don't want to like ruin any lives here, but we have to recognize all of the things that are uncomfortable in this situation in order to heal from it. So understand that in some cases, if your father was a narcissist, your mother may have been a flying monkey, whether she meant to be or not. You have to understand that her, her in her situation, she was probably also being abused, or his, if mother was the narcissist, then father may have been the enabler. If your mother or your father who was enabling the other parent never did anything, didn't stand up for you, didn't stop the abuse, didn't, didn't help you in the situation, but instead normalized it, even if the mother or father who was enabling was also victimized by this abuse, it's still not okay what they did. Sometimes we have to forgive the enabling parent and it's even harder than forgiving the narcissist parent. When you see someone with NPD that is formed in early childhood, it often happens because of something horrible that happened to them or something very painful for them. You kind of see a monster when you look at a narcissist. You also might find yourself feeling not as good about the other parent. You might wonder why that parent told the narcissist it was okay. You might wonder why they didn't protect you from that abuse. And you might feel betrayed by that, by the fact that they allowed it to happen and never tried to stand up for you. Next up, you have to recognize the roles in your family. So this is an interesting one. Were you a scapegoat? Were you a golden child? Have you been the flying monkey for the narcissist with or without realizing it at some point? The thing about being in a narcissistic family is those roles, they fluctuate. You may be the golden child one day, you may be the scapegoat one day, you may be the forgotten child some other day. The narcissist maintains control of all of the people in the family by dividing. They try to divide you because of the whole divide and conquer factor. Your narcissistic parent could alienate you from your siblings, could alienate you from the other parent, especially if the other parent tried to stand up for you. You might feel betrayed by your siblings or your other parent because the narcissist may have twisted things to make it feel that way. It's not just you who was affected, but everybody else inside your nuclear family. And the system is not normal. It is not healthy. It is very dysfunctional. There may be one dominant narcissist in the family who uses the rest of the people like puppet strings, mostly just to serve the narcissist's needs. So on some level, you have been sort of fighting with your family members for the approval and the attention and, and all of this stuff just to get through it. The narcissist makes their attention seem like it is gold, like it is nectar of the gods, right? And you really feel that way when you're growing up like that. The best thing you can do, of course, is to create a united front against the narcissist with other people in your nuclear family or your former nuclear family. If there's a possibility of that, usually it doesn't work that way because the family unit is so dysfunctional that it doesn't work that way. Once someone realizes what's going on, often they are the outcast because the narcissist goes on a big smear campaign and tells everybody all these horrible things about you and then you're left either trying to defend yourself or like some people just 
ignoring it because you know you can't talk to a brick wall. If you are able to create a unified front, great, because that can empower you, that can help you to feel like you can shut down the abuse and it can help you to be validated. Unfortunately, like I said, that's not always the case. So go join SPAN, queenvegan.com slash SPAN. You will be validated because people there understand because we've all been through it. In some cases, um, your, your other parent or your siblings may not be trustworthy to talk about it. They may not even be open to the idea. They may completely deny that it's a thing. So be prepared for people to not believe you. Be prepared for people to want to protect themselves from you because how dare you accuse you know, perfect parent A or B of being a narcissist. Next, assert boundaries. Narcissists are consistently violating boundaries. They see themselves as the center of everything. They see their children as extensions of themselves. If you've been a child of a narcissist, you know what I'm talking about. If you're the golden child, your job is to show the narcissist a mirror of him or herself that makes him or her feel good about what they see because they see you as, you know, an extension of them. If you were the scapegoat, you will be the person carrying the burden on your back of everything that goes wrong in the family. You will be blamed, blamed, blamed. In either case, you're objectified. You're not respected as someone with your own identity, with your own beliefs, with your own standards. And in fact, anytime you try to assert your own identity, beliefs, and standards, you are quickly shut down and minimized because you don't matter as much. Next thing you have to do is put your boundaries up without apology. You've been raised to accept your boundaries being walked all over. Your narcissistic parent saw you as an extension of him or herself, as I explained a moment ago. And if you were either the golden child or the scapegoat, you knew your job in the family. In either case, you've got to understand that as a survivor, you have to work on those boundaries. You have to get comfortable doing it and you have to take time to practice being strong enough to make your boundaries stand up. The first place you start, of course, is with the narcissistic parent. And, and depending on your, your situation and your level of abuse, you may want to go no contact. If you don't go no contact, you may want to go low contact, depending on how much they're still affecting your life today. Understand what your feelings are and remember that you need to start to tune into them again because for your whole life, you were taught that they were wrong. You were taught to ignore your feelings. You were taught to almost hate them be scared of them and that they weren't real, that they weren't as real as someone else's feelings. Because your feelings probably conflict with whatever you need to believe in order to survive a narcissist, you learn quickly that only that narcissist's feelings matter. And then of course, if you found yourself in a narcissistic relationship again after you left your parents' home, you, you, you unfortunately were put in a position where you were actually sort of seeking someone else to serve because you didn't know what to do with yourself if you weren't meeting your mother or father's needs because you spent your whole life doing that. You find yourself being crushed. You find yourself being ridiculed or being raged against more likely. If you do rage, you probably find yourself in a really bad situation. You might be shamed. You might be attacked in public. You might be smear campaigned by your own parents. The most important thing you can do for yourself here is, and I want you to listen, is to reconnect with your feelings. The most important thing you can do is to reconnect with your feelings because this is the disconnect that we've all got. We've all been taught not to trust ourselves, not to trust our feelings, not to believe ourselves. And the fact is that we have feelings, we're allowed to have feelings, and we need to open ourselves and let them in. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to have opinions. You have a right to have opinions. You have to understand with your feelings, you will figure out who you really are, what you really want, and you'll figure out that 
about half of the bad stuff in your head is just conditioning you're carrying around from the narcissist. A lot of the things that you believe about yourself right now aren't even true. Your narcissistic parents started pouring that stuff in your head when you were very small. And if you ended up with a narcissist as well, well, that, that person is also has been pouring stuff in your head. Your head's full of shit. That's not your fault. Okay. That isn't even true. It's things that other people perceive about you. You get to decide, decide. You decide what's true about you, not someone else. You feel me? Since you have been hurt in so many different ways by this alternative world, this alternative you that the narcissist has created. I talked about this the other day when I said, you don't have to believe the narcissist version of you. You decide who you are, not anybody else. Nobody else. You, you have to understand narcissists are always projecting their own inner insecurities onto you. They're always trying to stand on your head so they'll feel good enough about themselves. They feel like they're not tall enough emotionally. You know, I'm only five feet tall, but I don't need to stand on anybody's head. Okay? <laughs> I've learned how to use tongs to get cups out of the high cabinets. Anybody else? Leave me a comment if you're short too. <laughs> As you learn to tune into who you are, you're going to start to get mad a little bit because you're going to start to realize all of these beliefs that you've had in your life. And if you're over like 15, <laughs> it's going to make you angry that you spent so long believing things that weren't true about yourself and about the world around you. Understand that you're going to have to be patient with yourself. You're going to have to not judge yourself. You're going to have to understand that your feelings are okay. They're just feelings, but they matter. You have to understand that your feelings deserve to have respect from you and from other people in your life. And they haven't if you've been raised by a narcissist and especially if you've been engaged in a relationship with a narcissist outside of your parents. One of the biggest things you have to do is stop blaming yourself. You have to understand, especially if you were the scapegoat, it might be your instinct to automatically blame yourself for everything that's going on and feel guilty for everything. You'll feel guilty for things that really aren't even your fault that are outside of your control. Stop doing that. That is not healthy for you or anyone else in your life. If you were used to accepting the blame from your narcissistic parent because they would rage at you, if you stood up for, for yourself, you were attacked. If you were hurt by them, you were beaten or, you know, physically or emotionally, depending on the parent. One of the best things that you can do to heal yourself from this kind of abuse is to stop and recognize it was not your fault. When you got punched in the nose and your mother said, Look what you made me do. You didn't make her do it. If your father gave you a fat lip because you looked at him the wrong way, you didn't make him do it. It's not your fault. Okay? And I mean verbally, physically, whatever. Any sort of attack that you were given. It's not your fault. Normal parents don't do that to their children. Do you do that to your children? If you do, you might want to rethink what you're doing. Stop hurting yourself. One of my viewers, Ted, always says self-hoovering. He says he self-hoovers with his ex. He sucks himself back into her life. And I think this is a really great term that he made up. And I also want to say that the same goes for abuse. We keep beating ourselves up in our heads after we leave our narcissist because with our parents or our spouses, because when we're beating ourselves up in our heads, we're still hearing their voices. We're Maybe not literally, but it is it is what they have implanted into us that causes us to behave that way. So stop that. Stop. I, I tell my clients sometimes, for those who like a visualization, imagine that person up in your head going around causing havoc, making trouble, you know, and imagine yourself climbing up a little ladder in your brain and pushing them right out your nose. 
it's silly, but it, it really helps to pattern interrupt your thoughts and get you back on track. Think about it. Make sure that you're aware of your attraction to narcissists. If you're sitting here watching this video, chances are that you might be. Understand what you're dealing with. And if you run into one, don't go on a second date or don't take that job if you can take a different job without a narcissist involved. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Honor your feelings. Remember that your feelings are real. Remember that you don't have to accept things that aren't acceptable. And remember that you are the only one who gets to decide what you accept, what you tolerate, and who you are. Treat yourself like you deserve to be treated. Let go of things that hurt you. Attract more things that you want in your life. Constantly vibrate a feeling of abundance, a feeling of peace, a feeling of happiness, a, feel, a feeling of generally everything going your way. Now I know that sounds hard to do, especially if you're in the middle of the, the abuse right now, but the sooner that you can start to let go of the things that hurt you and move forward into the light of what you really want, life's gonna get a lot better, a lot faster. What do you think? And now it's time for the question of the day. The question of the day is, can you relate to what I just said? I know it's a lot. Do you have a narcissistic parent? And if you do have a narcissistic parent, did you come out of your situation and go right into the arms of a narcissist or were you smarter than me? <laughs> Share your thoughts in the field, in the comments below and let's talk about it. I'm really interested in what you have to say. I'm gonna wrap up for now. I see. I will see y'all tomorrow for another video. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. My kids are off school tomorrow. I don't know about y'all, but I'll still be here because you know, I don't take days off. Woo! That's okay. I'm not complaining. I love my life. All right. I do take Sundays off except for this video. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a wonderful Sunday. I hope everything's going okay. I know it's hard around the holidays with the family, so keep your chin up. Remember, I appreciate you. As always, thanks for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And hey, thanks for being a part of mine. It really does mean a lot to me. See you soon. By the way, I'm going to roll you out with a little Easter footage. Just a little tiny bit of the baskets I made for my kids last night. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.